We broke her tov. Today's daf is daf mem, number 40 in Sukkah. <clears throat> As again, we learned from Forshlin for Yosef Azriel ben Chaim Michal. <clears throat> All right, we left off yesterday at the 11th line on daf mem Amar Aleph. <clears throat> we had been discussing the issue of Shemitah, that uh, if you buy an esrog from an Amaretz, you got to be careful if it's in Shemitah year, because according to the Atan of our Mishnah, the esrog, the Shemitah is decided based on what year, based on when it's harvested for the esrog. The esrog is not like all other kinds of uh, vegetables or fruits where it goes according to the year. Uh, the year is determined by when it started blossoming, but rather when it's harvested. So if it's harvested in the Shemitah year, then it's a problem of Shemitah, so you've got to be careful. What's the problem? You could have anah from it, right? You're allowed to use the esrog, obviously, and especially because Mitzvah Ben Hesed is not really considered any anah anyway. But the problem here is that when you give money to an Amaretz, he might take that money and use it and use it for business. And since the, and since the uh, esrogim, uh, all Shemitah produce is not allowed to be used for business, but rather to be consumed in the normal way, we'll talk about that. Therefore, that's a problem so you got to be careful. So therefore, you should either uh, ask them to give you the esrog for free, or include it in the price of the uh, of the lulav, etc. Like the uh, like the uh, what we said yesterday. Now the Gemara said, okay, why are you only worried about the esrog? What about the lulav? Oh, the lulav is speaking about the lulav couldn't have grown now. The lulav goes according as a regular tree, so the lulav is uh, goes according to the year in which it blossomed. It obviously didn't blossom. This year, Sukkot is the beginning of the year, right after Rosh Hashanah, so it couldn't have blossomed that year. You wouldn't have, you wouldn't, it wouldn't have grown that quickly. So therefore, it was from the, from the prior year. And if it's from the prior year, that's the sixth year, so it's not a problem with Shemitah. It's Mashmah, otherwise, you could have a problem with the Lulav. That's what the Gemara says now. On the 11th line on Daf Mem, time of the Lulav, why are you saying that there's no problem of Shemitah, of the Lulav, like there's a problem with the Esrog? Oh, the Esrog goes according to the, year, the current year in which it was harvested. That's Shemitah. But uh, Lulav is from the prior year. That's the reason. Time If it would be from the seventh year, it would have holiness of Shemitah, of Shvius. Just wood. Wood doesn't have Kedusha Shvius. Kedusha Shvius meaning that you're allowed to use it for your own purposes and you have to get rid of it by the time that it's completed in the field. But, uh, and you can't do business with it, but it does have that Kedusha Shvius. But wood doesn't have Kedusha Shvius. The tiny we learn. Listen carefully. Leaves of reeds or leaves of uh, vines that were piled up as a hiding place. And as you you piled them up in the field maybe to hide things inside. Okay. On the field. You hid it maybe as a storage place like a safe or whatever. Now, after they were out in the field, locked on Lachila. If after you pile them up, you gathered them in for food, let's say for uh, animal feed, right? So okay, you got to get rid of it. It's After all, these are leaves and leaves are eaten by animals. So if you use them for that purpose, if you use them for animal feed, they have to do and you have to uh, you know, have them, let them be hefker, the rules of Shemitah. You have to let them hefker for everybody. You have to make sure they're consumed by the time there's no more left in the field, etc. Okay, locked in lights, but if you gather it up for firewood, you're going to use it for fuel. 
So what do you see? In other words, it depends on what your intention was, as we'll see, because these leaves can be used for either purpose. Could be used animal feed, could be used for fuel. If it's for fuel, there's no Kedusha Shviyas there. So what's the problem anyway? He said, Lulav, why is that a problem? Oh, Lulav is not a problem because it's from the sixth year. Who cares? I don't care if it's from the seventh year. What year the difference does it make? It's, uh, it's fire. It's, uh, it's wood. Wood has no Kedusha Shviyas. He says, no. Shiny Austin Domerko, listen carefully. There's different in kinds of woods. We mentioned this yesterday. Shiny Austin Domerko, the Pussy says, by Shemitah it says, Lachem l'ochla. Lachem dumilachil. It's for you, for your pleasure, but similar to eating. How is that? Misha Nasa Biyoroshav. When you eat something, you consume it and you have the pleasure simultaneously. That's what we mean here. It says, what, what, what do you, what, when does Kedusha Shvias apply? And listen carefully. Kedusha Shvias applies when? Only on stuff, only on items that the hana, the pleasure, and the consumption is at the same time. When you eat it, you consume it, and that's when you have your pleasure. When it comes to fuel or wood that's used for fuel, you burn it now, and only after it turns into coals is it used for baking and for heating, etc., etc. That's the idea over here. So therefore, eitzim don't have eitzim, regular wood, doesn't have Kedusha Shviyas. Why? Kedusha Shviyas has to be similar to eating. You have to get the pleasure and consume the item at the same time, like food, as opposed to firewood, where the pleasure comes later on, after it's turned into charcoal. In other words, it's consumed now, and pleasure only comes later on. Therefore, there's no Kedusha Shviyas on wood. What about uh, pine wood from pine trees, or some say that's a wi- uh, it's like a wild olive kind of a tree. It's a kind of tree that's used, actually you use it. It's so oily that you can actually use it as a torch, use it for, for light. Now, when it's used as, a, as lighting purposes, it's consumed and the pleasure you're getting simultaneously. You're not getting it later on like coals. So that's going to be on Shava. The Hana, the pleasure you're getting and the consumption is at the same time. Rashi learns that what Rava means to say is that, yes, it's true. It could be that, um, that pine wood uh, is used, is simultaneously consumed at the same time you have the pleasure, but most wood is not. And most wood, we go with most wood, and therefore there's, even on the pine wood, we consider it as it doesn't have Kedusha Shviyas, because most wood is not, you don't get the pleasure at the same time that it's consumed. That's how Rashi learns. Tosun of Akama says, that no, that pine wood is also used for both. Sometimes it's used for fuel, and sometimes it's used for lighting as a torch. And therefore, <clears throat> therefore, we the, the general idea is that uh, wood is not doesn't have kedusha shvias because the pleasure that you get is not simultaneously to its consumption, as opposed to a lulav, because a lulav in those days was not used for firewood. I mean, you could maybe under under certain circumstances or b'shasat chak you would, but. The normal use of lulavim in those days was for brooms. That's what they had made brooms from, right? We talked before that the broom, if it was separated, the leaves have to be attached. If it's separated like a broom, that's no good, right? But that's what usually what it was used for. And when it's used as a broom, it's being consumed and the pleasure you're getting is at the same time. As you sweep it up, the, the leaves are getting ruined and, and consumed as you're getting the pleasure of sweeping up the dirt. So therefore, lulav is different and therefore, lulav would have kedusha shviyas, according to what we're saying, because lulav is like food. You consume it, and the pleasure you're getting is simultaneous, as opposed to wood. This idea, now we're going to say, like, parenthetically, we're going to say, Eitzim lasakam tanoihi. The Eitzim lasaka, the gears of Rashi and Tosas is like we have in our Gemara, the Eitzim lasaka, this idea that wood, uh, that, that's something which you get the pleasure of only later on, it doesn't have kedusha shviyas, 
and you're not allowed to. We'll see that it's also you can't doesn't have to do shvius and cannot be used for shvius if if it's if it's an item like a fruit, as we'll see that that um, that has kedusha shvius. You can only use it and consume it as it works both ways. On the one hand, the wood. I'm getting ahead of myself, but I'm just giving you a preamble here. The, the, on the one hand, something where the pleasure and the consumption is not simultaneous does not have kedusha shvius. On the other hand, if you have a fruit which basically is kedusha shvius. You can only use it in a way where you consume it and you get the pleasure at the same time as we'll see now. And it's this idea of, of a simultaneous use of the consumption and the pleasure is actually a machlokas tunam. How do we see that? The tanya. Let's say you have wine. Rashi gives an example of wine. You have shvius. Let's say you have wine. Wine could also be used uh, as, a cleansing, as a cleansing agent. Um, they can use it for soaking, soaking flax, you know, in the process, and for washing, kvusa, like in, a, you know, as a detergent. So you don't use perish shvius. If you have wine of shvius, you don't use it for that. Lola mishra, below kvusa. That's the Tanakam. Rebbe says most, and you could. You could use it for that. Now, obviously, when you use it for soaking flax or for cleansing, you know, once you put it with the dirty clothes and the soiled items there, obviously the wine can't be used anymore. You're consuming it now. The pleasure you're getting is only later on when you wear the garments. When you make, when you turn the, when you turn the flax into garments, or, or the garments that are being cleaned, you you clean, you use them later on. Rabbi says you're allowed to. That's the machlokas here. My time in Tanakama. What's the reason why he says you can't? You have to eat. It's for eating purposes, not for soaking or for cleaning. That, that's what he says. Pasha, we haven't seen the whole thing yet. My time in Rabbi What's Rabbi reason why he says you're allowed? Tamar lechem. It's for your pleasure, right? The Pusik says, Loisa, uh, sh- uh, sh- uh, sh- the Shemitah that we talk about says, Loisa lachem la'ochla, right? That's what the Pusik says, lachem. We quoted the Pusik before in Chafei, lachem la'ochla. It's for you to eat. Okay, lachem means for all your purposes, whatever your needs are. So whatever your needs are, eating is one of them. Okay, lachem is also, as we'll see, we'll see what la'ochla is coming to tell you over here because it does not not dafka for food. So you could also use it for soaking. For everything, even for soaking and for cleaning. Uh, what is the Tanakamu? says, right? It's for food, not for soaking or for cleaning. Right? That's what Lachem is to tell you. Why does it say Lachem? To tell you that not only for your use, but it's got to be your use, but similar to eating. Just like eating, it's consumed and you're getting the pleasure at the same time. Yasu Mishra excluding Mishra soaking and cleaning, and the pleasure you're getting is only when you put the clothes on later on, after the wine has been consumed in the process of soaking or cleaning. So therefore, we see right away that the Tanakama holds that Lachem L'Ochel means it's got to be at the same time, but it works both ways. You see, on the one hand, wood is totally excluded because the pleasure is not at the same time. On the other hand, if you have wine, which basically has Kedusha Shvius, you also have to use it at the same, you have to use, consume it in a way where the consumption and the pleasure is at the same time. So it's a, it's a note here, there's a slight difference, but you see this idea of, u- of use and uh, of consumption and pleasure at the same time. Rabbi Yossi, Haksiv Lachla, Rabbi Yossi says, oh, Lachem, you could use it for soaking also. What about, it says Lachla, you have to use it for eating and not for a remedy, not for medicine. Right? Can you use it for medicine? Ketanya, is it really for that? Maybe it's excluding soaking. It says your purposes. 
you could use it even for cleaning. But which one is it? It says eating not for not for medicine, but yes for soaking or cleaning. Why? Why does the say? Oh, I'll include. Lachem teaches me. Yes, you could use it for washing, but you're going to exclude for medicine. Why? Everybody needs cleaning, right? Well, they should need cleaning, right? Everybody needs uh, to clean their things, right? Uh, not everybody's sick. So therefore, I'll include something, lachem, I want to include more. The Pesach says lachem, for you. So I want to include more stuff. What is It's got to be something similar to eating. Something everybody, everybody needs to eat. Everybody needs to wash and to clean. As opposed to not everybody is sick and therefore will include uh, soaking and cleaning, but we won't include if it's used for medicine. So you can't use, uh, you can't use Shemitah stuff for medicine. So says... So says Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi doesn't make that uh, difference and say that the pleasure and the consumption has to be at the same time. He says, no, you could use it even if the pleasure comes later on. But he does exclude medicine because that's not for everybody, based on the fact that it says, La'achla. Mantan al-Hadotar Who is the author of this that the rabbi said, La'achvom lugma. You have to use it for eating, not for medicine. La'achvom if not for sprinkling to make that to get rid of the smell in the house, make nice, uh, you, you, you should use it, you should use it for eating and not for an, an emetic, uh, uh, something that causes you to regurgitate, shouldn't use it for that, come on, Kerbiosi. in other words, you should use it for eating, uh, something you're going to eat, or something even that you're going to soak, because you're going to get pleasure, everybody needs that, but not everybody needs medicine, not everybody needs to regurgitate, not everybody needs for sprinkling the house for clean, for that, for adding perfume, etc. So who does that go like that? Come on, that's Rabbiosi. Di Rabbana, Rabbanan say, no, Lachla teaches you that you can't use it for soaking or soaking flax or cleaning clothes because the pleasure comes later on. So we see this difference in Rashi, crystallizes it at the end. So Rabbanan say that Shemitah is only by something where the pleasure and the consumption is simultaneous. That excludes wood. And it also tells you, this is the point here, that because in this case we're talking about something which is definitely Shemitah, like wine, grapes, that you could also only use them in a fashion in which they get consumed, the consumption and the pleasure comes at the same time. Rabbi Yossi says, no. It's got to be something. Something where everybody has that pleasure. Uh, and um, So according to Rabbi Yossi, doesn't say it has to come at the same time. So according to Rabbi Yossi, even wood that's used for uh, burning, uh, just like uh, soaking uh, flax or cleaning clothes or wood that's used for firewood, where the pleasure comes later on, would also have kedusha shviya. So there would be a machloka. So that's exactly what we mean here when we said that the uh, issue of eitzim ha'asaka, eitzim which is used for heating, for fire, for fuel purposes, uh, where you're going to use the uh, coals later on after they're burnt, would that have kedusha shviya? So not a to upon and not a kontrabilsi would have kedusha shviya. Okay, that, that's as far as, as, as uh, that issue goes. So now, we, and, and, and we said yesterday that also Hadassim, which are used, people used to smell, uh, but today they're basically not used for that, and the uh, lulav is not used for sweeping, and therefore, even according to the Rabbanam, uh, so therefore, according to Rabbanam, it wouldn't have Kedushashviyas. According to Yossi, maybe it would, because Kedushashviyas Yossi has nothing to do with having an awe at the same time. Uh, it's something everybody needs, everybody uses, so then, then it could have Kedusha Shviyas. According to Rabbanon, the way we hold, 
uh, a lulav today would not have kedusha shvius under any circumstances because nobody uses it for uh, uh, for sweeping. So according to Rabbanan, that the pleasure has to come at the same time. Maybe people use it for firewood or whatever. You know, they use the lulav uh, afterwards. They you use it for burning, but then the pleasure and the and the uh, and the uh, consumption is not simultaneous. So today, according to Shlomo Zalman Abach, you could use a lulav. There would be no problem with kedusha shvius. Whereas in our Gemara. Our Gemara held that uh, Lulav did have a Kedusha Shvius, except the, the issue where it was. Why didn't it, wasn't it a problem in the case of the Mishnah? Because the Lulav that you're using in Shemitah is really from the sixth year. But if you had a Lulav from Shemitah, in, according to our Gemara, let's say you're in the eighth or the ninth year and you have a Lulav that, grew, that, that, that started growing in, in Shemitah year, then it would be a problem and you'd have to treat it uh, with a proper uh, respect as a proper Kedusha of, of, of Shvius. Now, Shemitah has a kedusha. The, the fruits of Shemitah has Shemitah. In other words, people think, oh, Shemitah, you can't touch it. No, 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 no. Shemitah, you're allowed to. It has kedusha shviyas, right? We have uh, wines and stuff are made with kedusha shviyas. You have to minog them kedusha, meaning you can't, uh, you can't treat them disrespectfully. Fruits and uh, the produce of shviyas, you have to treat with respect. You have to eat it, like you say, according to here, you have to eat it and consume it at the same time. Uh, and Or the pleasure, rather. Eating is automatic, but the uh, pleasure and the uh, consumption is at the same time, and you have to get rid of it at the right time during the course of the year. Now we're going to talk about another aspect of, Sh- of Shemitah, which is redeeming it. Amr Abelazer, um, we know that when it comes to Kachim, for example, you could be potent, you can redeem it, you can exchange it for money, and therefore the money assumes the Kedusha of the item, and the item itself uh, becomes uh, becomes deconsecrated. It's like secular now. It's chulin. So what about by shmias? He says shmias is the same thing, but there's a difference. It's got to be sold. In other words, how does it lose its kedusha? It loses its kedusha if you have shemitah. You're not supposed to do business with it. But let's say you uh, you're allowed to buy. We said up to, uh, just for a few meals or a small amount. Let's say it did do that. You're not supposed to do business with shemitah, but if you did. It loses its the 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 um, it's it's redeem it's redeemed only via a sale. Now, is it totally redeemed via the sale? We're going to talk about that because the original item maintains its kedusha anyway, as we'll see. But it's still the redemption, meaning that the thing you're redeeming it for. Let's say it's money. You you redeem some uh, uh, some grapes for a dollar. So the dollar now gets the kedusha. Only by his sale. It's got to be where Reuben sold it to Shimmer. No. Whether it was through a regular sale or it was by simply exchanging it. For example, like by Kachim, where we could say, listen, oh, this is, uh, has Kachim. I'm redeeming it onto money. We have it today. We take Trumas and Maestros at home. If you grow uh, produce or grow uh, fruits in your house, you take Trumas and Maestros. And then you say, if it has uh, Kedushas Maestros Shani, you redeem it for the coin, right? The Tsar Tarkesev, you redeem it for the coin. So here also, that's the idea here that, that Rabbi Yochanan says, even Shemitah, which is Shemitah, can be redeemed also, meaning that the money, or whatever you're redeeming for, it could be money, it could be meat, it could be anything else, that it assumes the Kedusha of the Shemitah. So Rabbi Yochanan says it's only by a sale. Rabbi Yochanan says, no, whether it's a sale or whether it's simply a regular exchange. My time, Rabbi Lezer. What's Rabbi Lezer's reason? The says, Bishnas HaYobel Azos, Right, the Samachlei in the whole parsha of at the beginning of of um, Emor, uh, um, right, the, uh, right in Emor, or the beginning of um, Bahar rather in the parsha of Perak Chavei, when it talks about that, it says 
Perik it talks about Shemitah, Kiyoveli, and then it goes on to Yovel, it says, Kiyoveli, Kodesh Elochem, Mishnasi Yovel, Azos, Tashuhu, and the next Pasuk is, Vechisimkru, Memkavisecha, Okanrisecha. So there's a hekish here between Yovel, and Rashi points out, interesting, Rashi says, Shviyas V'yovel Chadahi. Okay, at the beginning of the parasha was, was a few psikim before was Shemitah, then it talked about Yovel, and Rashi says, Shviyas V'yovel Chadahi. Incidentally, today we don't have Yovel. Yovel is only when there are the Shvatim, are, are, uh, when Eretz Yisrael is divided among the Shvatim, and we know who the Shvatim are. Today we are knowing Shemitah, at least Rabbanan, some say it could be even the Doraisa, uh, but... Um, uh, but, uh, but but at least in biblical times, Shmiyas and, and Yovel, Shmiyas and Yovel went together, right? Went together, uh, like we hold as a Shiloh, Whether it's the whether the Yovel year is a, the fiftieth year is a separate year after the forty nine, or it's the forty ninth year. But in general, we had you had seven cycles of seven years, forty nine years, and then you had the Yovel year. So at the at the end of the parsha, right after it says. It says, "Vishasi uh, uh, and then say, memkar." If you sell something, even though that's a different uh, talking about a different issue, but the the, the hekish is to show you that you can only redeem uh, shmita via a sale. below not through a regular exchange. Rabbi Yochanan, my time. What's Rabbi Yochanan's reason where he says it could either be a sale or a regular exchange? My time. The pasuk said before pasuk base and perakafei says kiyovelhi. Kodesh Yilachem, right? Kodesh Yilachem, Ma Kodesh Beinderach Mekach Beinderach, just like Kodshim Hegdish, sanctified items in the base of Migdash can be redeemed. We're talking about usually Kedush, Kedush's Berakabai is not, uh, not Kedush's, uh, or Kedush's Berakabai or Kedush's Domim, not uh, Kedush's Aguf, you know, we're talking about an animal that has a, uh, that has a, uh, a blemish. We're not talking about, we're talking about Kedush's Domim. You gave something to the base of Migdash, you gave some silver, now you want to redeem it from money, whether it's via sale or via Chilul, the same way you could be redeemed it. That's the Machlokas. Rabbi Yochanan, what does Rabbi Yochanan do with, with Rabbi Lazar's Pasuk, that Hekish? What does he do with that Pasuk? We have a Hekish between between uh, Yovel and, and Shemitah and selling, indicating it can only be by a sale. Let me boil it for The time of Rabbi Look how difficult is the dust of Shvius. By the dust, we mean the secondary aspect of Shvius. The main issue of Shvius, of course, is you shouldn't plant, you shouldn't prune, you shouldn't uh, uh, harvest, you shouldn't do the, uh, you know, uh, work in the field or in your garden. Uh, and and uh, but the pasuk says and we darshan below you're not supposed to do business. But it, so the main iser is planting, right, and all the things that involved with planting and growing the crops. And then there's another iser. It's not to the secondary iser is like not to do business. But if you did business with it, look how difficult it is. If you do business with payers, you sell shvius. The self mochers eventually you're going to sell all your movables. Ves Caleb and all his vessels. Shnemar bishnasa yovel in the Yovel Azos, Tashubu Isha Lachuzaso. It says a person in Yovel, you're gonna each person goes back to his land. The Samachle goes back to his uh, you know his plantation, his uh, his uh, inheritance, the Samachle and Rivan Bhisimkru Memkalami Secha, right? And if you sell something, if you sell even if you sell stuff, you're gonna wind up as if you do business in Yovel and Shemitah, you do business with Shemitah of Ubishas Yovel, and then it says Vikisimkru Secha, you're gonna wind up selling your property. The Gemara in Erechim brings it down the whole story at length. This is just the beginning. It says if a person still doesn't realize and he goes on continuing with the Isser, he's going to have to sell his 
um, <coughs> not only his, his uh, movables, he's going to have to sell his land, his, his fields. Not only that, he'll have to sell his house. And if he's still not careful, he's, gonna, he's not going to have any money now. He's going to have to borrow money for ribis. He won't be able to pay it back. He'll have to wind up selling his daughter. And then he's going to wind up selling himself. And as it goes on to say how difficult it is, just the secondary issue of of, um, of Shemitah is going to lead him to lose all his property. He'll have to even sell his family members. Eventually, he'll sell himself, and not only to a Jew, but he'll have to even sell himself to an Avi Kachavim and sell him for the purposes of Avodos Kachavim. So it's a whole big mess over that he's going to run him into. This is all the Afka, like the dust of ribbons. You find the same Lushan, I, I, I blurted out ribbons. So it's usually you find this is Afka of Shvius, the, the, the dust of Shvius, the secondary part of Shemitah. You find the same thing, avak ribis, that it's not exactly ribis minatora, taking interest, but it's like ribis, avak lashon hara, that it's not exactly lashon hara, it's the secondary aspect of it. So that's, how the, that's what he uses the drusha for, to tell you that Shemitah is right next to Vesimkar, because if you over on Shemitah, you'll have to come to sell your, all your assets. For Rabbi Lazar, high court Rabbi Yochanan, what does Rabbi Lazar do with Rabbi Yochanan's Pasuk? Rabbi Yochanan's Pasuk was, Kikodoshi Lechem, just like Kachim, you could either redeem via a sale or via simply exchanging it for something else. Just like Kachim, the, uh, the, what you exchange it for becomes, assumes the sanctity of the original item. You gave some silver to the base of Midrash or some wood, and now... Uh, you redeem it for money, so the money assumes that kedusha. So shviyas also, what you redeem it for assumes the kedusha of shmita. We're going to talk more about that in a minute. Tanik v'asur Reb Lezer, Tanik v'asur Reb Yochanan. It's a brayso like each one of these. Reb Lezer says you can only redeem shmita by by a sale. Reb Yochanan says by a sale or by a regular exchange. Tanik v'asur Reb Lezer. Shviyas tavas is the assumes the kedusha. Uh, there's the money that you exchange for assumes the kedusha of the original item. It attaches it attaches the uh, to the to the kedusha of the original item. The kedusha attaches itself to the to the new exchange to the money. Shenemar. I'm just using money as an example. Shenemar kiyovelhi kodeshi lachem, right? Kiyovel is as kedusha. My kodesh tafes is just like kedusha when it comes to hegdish and you redeem something of hegdish for money or its value. Dumb really doesn't just mean money, means its value. The same for asr, and the new thing becomes asr. In other words, the new item that you exchange it for, whether it's money or something else, that assumes Wait a minute. But by kachim, when the new item that I exchange it for, let's say I exchange it for money, the money assumes the kedusha, and the original item, the silver, the wood that I gave to the base of Migdash, now becomes deconsecrated, becomes just regular secular, it's not kedusha at all. You might think so, also, if I have some grapes of Shemitah, and I exchange them for money, or so, let's say sold for money, because we're, bringing, we're talking here about selling, where Blazer holds it's got to be sold. So I sold the grapes for money. So the money now has Kedusha Shviyas, right? You have to, to make sure that that money is all consumed out by the end of the season of Shemitah. Right? So it goes to Chulun. So I might think also, the grapes also now, just like by Hegdash, the item that you gave to the base of Migdash, when you redeem it for money, the money assumes the Kedusha and the item becomes Chulun. So maybe Shviyas also, when I sell the grapes for, for a dollar, the dollar assumes the Kedusha Shviyas, and maybe the grapes are now chulin. Tamil or no, Tia Bavayasa Tehei. The Pasuk says, prior in Chafhei, it says, It shall be, meaning it remains in the state of, it's, it remains its, its original Kedusha. So it's an interesting thing. Hegdish, whatever I redeem it for, the new item assumes the Kedusha, and the old item becomes chulin. By Shviyas, the original item always maintains its status of, of, of Shemitah. 
right? Tamlomati about Okay, so how does it work? Lakach, listen carefully. Well, this is all a proof to Rab Lazar. How we're going to get to the proof in a minute. Lakach, but Perishvias, Basar, I have some grapes. Let's call it grapes. Grapes, I have Perishvias. And I exchanged them for, I said I sold the grapes to buy some Perishvias uh, Basar. With the grapes, I bought some meat. Okay. Elabel Mesbar Meshvias. Now, the meat now has the Gdusha Shvias, but the grapes maintain their original status of Shvias. So they both have to be consumed in that year. In that season, Now I took the meat, which was the exchange for the shmeat, and I bought fish with it. The dogum now has kedusha shvius, but the meat not. But the original grapes still maintain the kedusha shvius. With that, with the fish, I bought other wine, not not uh, obviously not shmita wine. I bought some wine. Okay, so how does it work? The last item, the last exchange item. Assumes the kedusha of shemitah. Who priatzma aser? Okay, that's how that's how shemitah works. That's how shemitah kedusha shemitah works. But midik tani, all right. Now, what is all this? We're all this the whole. Bryce is trying to bring a proof that, uh, like Reb that it can only be by a sale. How midik tani lakach lakach? But in each case, he doesn't say I was machalit. I exchanged it. I I took my uh, grapes and I exchange and I uh, exchanged its kedusha for some meat. And then I had some meat, so I exchanged it for some uh, oil. And I changed it for some fish. No, it doesn't say that. Each case, it says, Lokach, he purchased. Alma derech mekechein derech So therefore, that's Reblazer's proof. That's a proof to Reblazer that the exchange of Shemitah can only be done by a, a sale, not by a, a regular exchange. Tiny question, Rabbi Yochum. What's a proof to Rabbi Yochum? Who says, okay, either exchange, either a regular exchange, like machalat, machalat in my house, or by a sale. Echet shviyas, echet maishasheni. Whether it's payrus of shviyas or, or, or fruits of shviyas, uh, produce of Shvias or produce of Meisersheni, which has to be Yerushalayim. Mischalan al behem achayvov. Okay, as we'll see, we're talking about something which is your mechalit. You you can exchange it, right? You redeem it for animals. Now, obviously, we don't mean we will see. We don't we don't mean the Meisersheni itself. We're talking about the money. You exchange a Meisersheni. You had you had Meisersheni produce in Tel Aviv. You it's a big schlep to Yerushalayim, so you exchange it for money. That money you could use it for behem achayvov. Whether the animals are alive or dead or slaughtered, either way, either way, you can redeem it for that when you come to your shalim. The same thing, shemitah. Shemitah also can be redeemed for those things, even though we said the shemitah. Rabbi Yochanan would agree that the, uh, or everyone would agree that the uh, that the original shemitah produce maintains its kedusha. But it could be you could if you exchange it for animals. The animals also have the kedusha of shemitah. Fine, whether it's shemitah or whether it's ma'aseshani. You only do it for slaughtered animals. You don't do it for live animals. Why? Why? Because both these things, whether it's mice or it's got to be consumed that year. You're supposed to consume mice that year. If you didn't, you got to get rid of it all by the third year. But you got to get rid of the mice that year. You're supposed to. And shemit, of course, you have to get rid of it that season, right? Once, once there's none, none of that food left out in the field, it's supposed to all be gone from your house. So, so we're afraid if you exchange it for a live animal, the live animal you're going to keep because it'll give, it'll give birth to other animals, right? So you're afraid that you'll cheat and you won't get rid of it. Therefore, don't use it for, so the Chum say, you only use it for, uh, you only can exchange it and, uh, for um, uh, slaughtered animals, not for live animals. Amrava, machlokas b'sharam. The machlokas is even by, even by male animals which can't give birth. 
uh, why? Because we're afraid if you, uh, uh, you wait, wait, they can't have any, they can't have children. Obviously, still made rabbanon. Because they because if you exchange it for male animals, you'll exchange it for female animals. Avmanikavus. But if you actually exchange it for nikivus, they're beakol alshul mischalin alchayin ein mischalin. Right? Everybody agrees. Even Rameyer would say that you shouldn't, you shouldn't, can't exchange it for live female animals. Because they're for sure going to say, oh, going to leave it around so that you'll have birth and you'll have, uh, you know, you're, you're using it for uh, reproduction. On the cave, certainly you can only use it for slaughtered animals, so you'll get rid of it right that year. Because maybe you'll give, you'll, you'll uh, let, the, you'll keep the animals around to have flocks. So therefore, you see from over here. Uh, so what do you see? What's the proof to uh, to uh, to uh, to uh, Rabbi Yochanan? Because Rabbi Yochanan says, "Echad shviyas echad ma'aser mischalin al behem chayvov." You can mischal doesn't say you have to sell it. So it said you can just redeem it. You could redeem it for something else. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to mischalin mashma derechil petiyavolav mekach. It doesn't have to be that way. And by kachim, I didn't point out before the Rashi says by kachim it says. You could either redeem it. By Kachim, we know Befeish, it says you could either sell or redeem. Uh, so this is the Machlok here between Blesser and Rebbe Yochanan. Tomorrow's Gemara, we'll pick it up from here tomorrow. It's Shemam Ravav Machlokas, but Prevushan, Prevushani. We're going to talk about this tomorrow. More, we're going to come out that according to everybody at the end, that we're only talking about, everybody says that the first time you exchange Shemitah, from here it's Mashman and our Gemara today, that Rabbi Yochanan says you could just exchange it without selling it. We're going to come out tomorrow. The Rabbi Yochanan says that the first, the first redemption has to be via sale, even of Shemitah. The first redemption, even Shemitah, only Shemitah, not Kachim, but Shemitah, the first redemption has to be via sale, not via regular chil. We'll see that tomorrow when we're going to, the top of this Gemara and Memalif, the first part of the Gemara is going to explain further the Machlokas between Rabbi Lezer and Rabbi Yochanan. Have a good day, everybody. Call to.